Hello and welcome to Grizz and Steve's 90s Tuck Shop Time Machine. I'm Grizz. And I'm Steve. This episode we're discussing a true institution of the British music scene that spanned generations. It's number one. It's Top of the Pops. So, Top of the Pops. What was Top of the Pops? Top of the Pops was a music TV programme on BBC One, which uh, presented and showcased, was it the top 10? The top 20? Well, I think it changed, didn't it? I think it... um, When I was reading on Wikipedia about it, there was all these rules and and weird weird things that, that I didn't really understand. So to be honest, I didn't, I didn't go too really. in depth about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that honest. when I play board games. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to read the instructions. I'll just make my own version up. <laughs> but you can't do that with board games. <laughs> do you know what? Funnily <laughs> enough, funnily enough, I've got um, uh, a, a version of Cluedo, like a, yeah. a children's version of Cluedo um, for Christmas for, for my eldest daughter and it, when it came it's, it's the Italian version <laughs> all so you, the instructions are in Italian so you had two choices you either make up your own your own rules or you yeah. learn Italian yeah well we went with the making up our own rules one laziness <laughs> pure laziness uh, <laughs> um, so top of the pops like so throughout the episode they would have live performances from the musicians you know, bands, pop artists um, in the top 20 or the top 10 charts of that week. I think it was the top 10. Um, and they would perform, they would perform live. Now I don't, I used to watch Top of the Pops and Top of the Pops was obviously a huge part of our sort of growing up in the nineties. Mm. Um, I wasn't an avid sort of like, Oh, I must watch Top of the Pops. Um, even though, which is funny really, because you know, you and I are both huge music fans. Yeah. Um, but I think because also I think the type of music that was on top of the pops, the major- okay, so the majority of music on top of the pops in the nineties was there's a lot of pop music, wasn't there? Yeah, which I mean, considering it's called Top of the Pops. Yeah. It's fair enough, really. Yeah. But I mean it's an iconic it's an iconic TV show in Britain. Um which dates back to what was it, the sixties? I believe so, yeah, yeah, the sixties, yeah. Yeah. I mean so, I mean obviously, I mean everyone appeared on there i mean it was where david bowie famously sang um starman and everyone was like who's this mm. um and you know was it was it slade that did um no wizard i could do, i wish it could be christmas yeah, every day yeah yeah exactly i mean yeah it would be easier to say who hasn't been on top of the pops really over yeah. the years wouldn't it i was just thinking i wonder if michael jackson was ever on there i don't think he was oh I have no idea, to be honest with you. I don't remember seeing him on there. No. But, um, but then again, my memories are quite limited as well, to be honest. Yeah. It's something where I'm like, I'm not quite sure how much I've, I can sort of contribute. But then I think actually, like, like, we, like we've done in previous episodes, where we, where we, where we might have you know, spoken about subjects that we weren't massively involved in, we actually do find ourselves talking a lot about the, uh, the the program or the subject and other yeah. things around it. So, um, what do you what do you remember of Top of the Pops? 
Top of the pop. So you, you know, you said yourself you weren't an avid um, follower of it. Mm. I mean, we. I do remember being excited for it every yeah. week. I do because it was on Friday evenings, wasn't it? Sort of, uh, it was. sort of yeah, like yeah. seven o'clock in the evening or something like that. And the, yeah, the main thing was that you would watch the countdown. So mm. I think there would be performances by other bands here and there outside of the top ten, and then it built up to the that countdown. Was- yeah, yeah, and, and, and then it would be the out. countdown of the top ten. Yeah, and then you'd find out who was number one for that week. Yeah, and of course that was a big thing, wasn't it? Whoever yeah. was number one, uh, and, and I mean, obviously that was a big thing in previous decades as well, dating mm. all the way back to, as we said, the sixties. You know, when when it started, yeah. and on the radio as well, right? Yeah. So you you tuned in to find out who was number one, which is mad to think now, isn't it? Because now if you wanted to find out who was number one, you know, you could easily Google it. Google it, yeah. <laughs> but at the time it was it was gonna be a surprise. It was, it, it was, especially the Christmas number one. Yeah. And obviously you get to uh, did they show who was uh, I've got a feeling, I might be misremembering this, but I've got a feeling they might have counted down and then whoever was number two, they, they didn't play them because they played number one. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's what they would do. They would count down at the end. They'd go, here's the top 10, or here's, here's, the, here's the countdown. And then they'd go from 10 all the way down three. to one. Yeah, or to three or something. And I think the people in 10, the musicians or the artists in 10, would perform in that, in that episode, or at least some of them would. Um, yeah. But you're right. I'm not sure about that. But I remember, but one always closed the episode. Whoever was at number one would always close yeah. the episode. Yeah. Um, and it was, I mean, it, as you say, it, what, it was an exclusive. It was, it was the moment you found out who was number one, which, you know, in the 90s was a big deal. It was. It was exciting. And, and you know, as we've spoken about in the Britpop episode that we did, you yeah. know, particularly in that, yeah. you know, Blur versus Oasis, you're going to find out which one of them made it to number one. And that was obviously a major feature of Top yeah. Pops in the 90s, uh, those battles between bands like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was it was exciting, yeah, to yeah. find out, oh, who's made it to number one? And like you said as well, the Christmas number ones was always a... That was big. It was a big deal, yeah. It was. I remember certain... Um... I remember certain live performances. I remember I've got I've got a, a very sort of vivid memory of Babylon Zoo doing Spaceman. <laughs> yeah, Spaceman classic. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that, and I remember. I mean, I remember seeing later on when I was older when when Nirvana were on there and they completely just took the piss and played. Was it Teen Spirit? Sort of half the speed or something. I watched that back today. And yeah, it, it's brilliant. So they're they're all just like pretending to play their instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kurt Cobain is singing, <laughs> and it sounds like what I imagine, like if Ian Curtis was the lead singer of Nirvana, <laughs> he's like he's like crooning, you know. He is. He's <laughs> but, crooning, but it smells yeah. like Teen Spirit. He is. I mean, that's where you kind of that is where you you found out about who was popular, obviously, and but who was well, just it's where you found your music, really. And I think because of the nineties, I didn't really. You know, we were in our when we were what we were ten in nineteen eighty six. Mm. So yeah, I did nineteen ninety six, Steve. Sorry, nineteen ninety six. Unless you've been lying about your age or this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, born in eighty six, ten in 1996. So we were kind of you know we were te- we were teens late in the later years of the of the nineties, but um, well we're kids we're kids in the nineties. So yeah. therefore, 
for me personally, I didn't really discover the music that I listen to today until I was about 14, 14, 15. So basically the year 2000, really, which ironically I started listening to all the stuff like you (laughs) from the the 90s. 90s, Um, (laughs) So I remember just, that's, I think that's the reason why I was never never massively into it. It was always on TV, but I was never so like, oh my God, I've got to watch this because Mm. I wasn't really massively into it. I remember when, I do remember when The Offspring were number one um with pretty fly for a white guy <laughs> and i remember i didn't really like it because i remember all the kids at school my mates at school really really liked it everyone was like oh. everyone in my class was singing it and i was like what is this shit song <laughs> and then and i still don't think it's their best song by any means but then when no. i got older and i discovered actually discovered the offspring um and the you know songs like you know self-esteem and uh, it's the first song right. yeah i was gonna say when you said the uh, pretty fly for a white guy isn't their best song in my mind i was like no nah, their best song is self-esteem yeah exactly definitely i mean you can't even compare it's like two different bands yeah um, absolutely but it was the top of the pops was just filled with just lots of just inundated with pop bands steps you know s club seven yeah. take that yeah. they, they absolutely dominated it and that never really interested me so therefore yeah. i didn't massively take a huge interest but then every now and again i'd watch it or it'd be on tv and someone would come in that would just sort of blow my mind a little bit mm. yeah see well I, I mean i had a slightly different experience because again as we've spoken about in, in other episodes as well my sister being older than me yeah. and she was she was into music big yeah. big time and that rubbed off on me, obviously. Yeah. But the, the funny thing about it was my sister, you know, although she was older than me, she, she's five years older than me. So when I was, like, like you say, say 1996, when I was 10, she was 15. So yeah. earlier in the 90s, she was basically a kid as well. Yeah. So it, it was weird because although she was into, um, she was sort of in that transitional period of being yeah. like um, into pop bands, mm. but also finding this new cool music, like yeah. that cooler and in inverted commas, I suppose. But um, you know, so she'd be like, she'd be listening to take that and have all take that posters all over her room and everything. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, she was listening to Nirvana. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Soundgarden. Yeah. And yeah. so <laughs> Green so Day different. and Red Hot Chili Peppers. And, yeah. and, and yet we'd have like, we'd have a box full of cassettes, yeah. cassette tapes. And they'd be like, you know, take that. And, and then next to it would be, yeah, like, like I say, like, never mind. Yeah. And, and things like that. And, and then obviously yeah. there was the, the Britpop, which she was massively into yeah. as well. Yeah. Which again, by like osmosis, I was into. Yeah. So I was like, you know, a seven, eight year old kid going to primary school everybody else is like singing the latest take that song and i'm singing black hole sun you know <laughs> <laughs> and this is it i mean you did like because i like sometimes there was like as i said there was the odd song that completely kind of like just just hooked me and so you'd go and buy it on single or something like that yeah but you know i think because obviously like you on on top of the pops you didn't really get i don't think soundgarden ever appeared on um, no, pop. I mean, sure. Nirvana did, but like, yeah. as you said, Britpop. There were lots of Britpop bands playing because obviously you had uh, you had Oasis. I mean, a Blur performed when they when they beat Oasis to the uh, to the number one spot. Exactly. There you go. Um, so you did have those sort of. It was it was it was a real mix. It was a real real mix, and I think um, 
I mean, I mean, when you think about it, Total Pops was fucking great. It's kind of, it was, it might not be the music that you listen to, but it was, it was all live performances. Yeah. Well, that's the thing though, isn't it? Because it was mimed, wasn't it? It was, yeah. uh, it was, um, I mean, over the years, it, like I said, there were, there were these rules that changed and yeah. certain producers came in and changed things and, and whatever. But, but um, there was that, that, controversy with um they would get they would get yeah they would get um acts to record a backing track yeah and then mime over the backing track yeah and um and like you say that's why nirvana did what they did and then there's um there's a famous one with um oasis where (laughs) nolan liam swapped over and they're doing roll with it which is obviously sung by liam yeah 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 and noel's singing standing there miming to it with with tambourine (laughs) in his hand basically pretending to be liam yeah and then it gets to like the solo bit and liam's like standing there obviously doesn't have a clue what he's doing (laughs) (laughs) and uh, all the other band members are laughing at him and that yeah so that's weird though isn't it i mean i never knew what it was about but it turns out it was something to do with the musicians union or something right, okay. I don't know. Yeah, that would make sense yeah when, so when i was reading about it like because as you say you don't know this kind of stuff when you're a kid but like when i was reading about it it changed hands didn't it like who was kind of in control of it and stuff yeah. and therefore um Therefore, it was, you know, produced differently. Also in different locations, different, you know, yeah. one that was in, I think, White City, and then it moved to Bore and Wood, Elstree. That's um, right. But also, like, even down to, like, the presenters and stuff like that. I mean, the presenters were a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you'd get presenters on there, like Zoe Ball, Jamie Theakston, who were also children's TV presenters. So, it, do you know what? Top of the Pops, for me, felt like an extension of CBBC. Yeah, I can see what you mean there. Yeah, yeah. It felt and like it, an extension of that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it, it was also it went through that period where it was just basically people who were big at the time for whatever reason, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I remember Chris Eubank hosting, like yeah, you know, being yeah. one of the hosts, and and obviously they'd have singers from certain bands, like Damon Albarn or yeah. Jarvis Cocker. Um, then there was like people like Chris Evans, and you know, people who were yeah. like cool at the time, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it was all, I mean, speaking of Chris Evans, like on the other side, on Channel 4, you used to have, um, what was it called again? Um, TFI Friday. TFI Friday, yeah, which was, yeah. you know, like a chat show with, with music. I mean, that seemed way sort of cooler and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. and, you know, a bit more adult. I felt like yeah. Top of the Pops felt very sort of teenage. Yes, yeah, it is very much so, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It appealed to sort of teenagers. But I tell you what, it was like, it was, you know, you think about it, we didn't have YouTube, we didn't have Spotify or anything like that. It was our access to the music that was, that was coming out. It was, it was our only kind of access, really. Exactly, yeah. And if you lived in a house like mine where, yeah. you know, we were into music, but for some reason we, we weren't really big radio listeners. Yeah, we didn't, yeah. We didn't listen to the radio a lot. Every now and then the radio would go on for a little while, but it wasn't um, yeah. like a like a thing in our house that we had to listen to the radio at a certain time or whatever. So obviously yeah. you could, you could listen to the top 10 countdown on the radio, but we yeah. weren't going to do that. So top yeah. of the pops was our way of checking each week. Who's number one, yeah. who beat who, you know, yeah. as we said earlier, you had the, the rivalries, the blur versus Oasis, take that versus E17 and, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, think- that's what top of the pops was. 
Yeah, I think it. What's it called? I think also with Top of the Pops, it kind of because with the radio, you listen to the music and you you know you might enjoy the song or whatever. Um, but back then, you didn't have the internet, so well, most of us didn't have the internet, so you didn't really sort of go online to see who the band or musicians were. With Top mm-hmm. of the Pops, you actually got to see what they looked like. You get to see what their image was and what their that's right, yeah. and what their what their style was, which is a huge part of when you're investing and you know and and getting into a band or or music. You know, you want to get into a band that, that you know not only that they sound good but also they look good as well yeah exactly that's right yeah you want to um yeah like like we were saying earlier when you're at that age as well where you're sort of finding yourself and yeah and find, you're trying to find your image and what appeals to you yeah so yeah so you you tune in and see like nirvana yeah, and Kurt Cobain in his, you know, in his striped uh, jumper and yeah. things like that, and it, uh, that's, you know, it's gonna implant something in your mind, like you know, oh, this is what I want to be like, you know. Yeah. This this is who I think is cool and who I'm gonna like sort of model myself on. Yeah, that's exactly it. it, it and I think it's um, it's it's really important to kind of. Um, to sort of to I mean that's a huge thing for a band it's not just the way they sound but it's, a, it's not just a band but any sort of um, musician or artist it's very it's very important for them to to visually appeal to their audience yeah so I'm just the you reminded me of um, in one of the funnily enough mighty bruce radio shows and uh <laughs> vince is uh talking to his other band members and he's going he's having a go at them and he's like oh you know this what you, you lot make me laugh coming in here doing your silly little rehearsals and that he said, being in a band isn't about that it's about what you look like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bloody true to be fair i mean i've always seen some fucking shocking bands but they look good so you kind of allow it um <laughs> It's funny because it all kind of ties in. It felt like it was a big sort of, um, I don't know, like organised crime kind of thing because you had Top of the Pops <laughs> and it all sort of linked in with like Smash It's magazine and, you know, all these right, sort of like yeah. music magazines. Everything kind of just linked, even though they were sort of different brands and different kind of, um, I don't know, like ways of accessing the kind of music or something, like magazines or Top of the Pops or even like, the, was it like the Smash Hits award show? It all felt like it all kind of linked mm. because I think all the same bands and musicians and pop stars all appeared on and in all of those. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. And then like the, you had the Brit Awards was another thing, wasn't it? At the time was, I mean, the Brit Awards still goes on, of course, but like, you know, I tend to, when I think of the Brit Awards, I tend to think of that as, you know, all part of that era because of the, the Britpop thing and yeah, Cool yeah. and everything, you know? Yeah. I mean, pop bands were, from what I remember, pop bands just dominated the 90s. Maybe that's just because that was what was always on TV or whether it was a, our Saturday morning sort of kids TV programs or something. But, but you know, take that and the Spice Girls, they were just everywhere, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, Boys Own a bit later on. Yeah, Boys Own. E seventeen was another one. Yeah, S Club Seven. Yeah, Steps. Steps. Oh, fucking Steps. <laughs> but like you know, all of those were a huge part of, um, well, part of British culture. Really, they were a huge, yeah. huge part of it. Um, so obviously, you 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 saw all of those every week at top on top of the pops. But the thing with top of the pops was that was always a t- it was always there. So when it actually, when they finally announced it, it was going to come off air, which I think was what, 2006? 
it felt so wrong. It was like, even though I'm not watching it anymore or watching it at all, it just felt so bloody wrong because it had always been there. Yeah, and the thing is, is when you're a kid, you know, you, you watch Top of the Pops and it doesn't even occur to you that this one day might not be there anymore. You, it's just, it's Friday night, it's Top of the Pops, you know, that's yeah. just, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. it feels like it's going to be like that forever. Why wouldn't it be? I know. It feels like it, it has been like that forever and it will yeah. continue to be like that forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny actually, because like Top of the Pops would do really well now, like, because... I mean, it's, I mean, especially right now, actually, you get musicians in, record live and put it on. Like, you don't need, yeah. you know. But, like, it's not... Because the industry, the music industry has changed so much. Like, you know, mm. especially with streaming and everything. Um, the Top of the Pops would still, like... We would do really, really well to sort of showcase and present all these, you know, upcoming artists and stuff. But the thing is, I don't think we give a fuck about the top ten anymore, do we? We don't care about it. Well, we don't. We don't. I wonder if uh, kids these days would as well. Yeah. That's the thing because I don't know. You don't. Maybe it's me because I'm out of the loop, but you don't seem to get that sort of, uh, you know, that sort of excitement about the top 10 these days. You don't yeah, really. Man. I don't know. I don't, I don't really hear much about that sort of thing these days. I think also we, because people like stream so much, it's like. Or they download stuff, you know, back then, like you'd hear a song on top of the pops, you'd really like it. And then if you wanted to listen to it again, you had to go and buy it. Yep. Yep. You had, you had to go and buy it. You couldn't just go, oh, oh. Like, I remember watching some things on top of the pops where I was like, oh my God, this is fucking brilliant. I need to go and get that song. And yeah. I had to wait like a week to go and get it. Yeah. Or, or the next day, go to Woolworths. God bless yeah. so. um, <laughs> um, You know, you go to Woolworths or, or HMV or somewhere and, and you'd, go, yeah. you'd go and get it. Or it wouldn't be out for a week later and you're like, what? That makes no sense. Yeah. It was on top of the pops last night. <laughs> or your, um, your other option would be to try and record it off the radio. Yeah. Try and yeah, get it. Yeah, try yeah. and press record after the DJ stops speaking yeah, and before yeah, yeah. they stop speaking speak before they start speaking at the end yeah and often they speak <laughs> over the bloody intro you're yes. like, what are you doing? or over the outro <laughs> oh, oh god but like <laughs> it was it was definitely our gateway wasn't it into into music i just wanted like it's funny because i sort of say to myself i wish i kind of watched it more because i love music so much but i'm like yeah but it wasn't really showing the music that i love so yeah. that's why i didn't watch it i think if it was showing music that i did care like there were bands and there were songs that i did really like and at that point i hadn't discovered the sort of music that i listened to mm. um so i was just sort of picking up a little bit like babylon zoo spaceman not that it's yeah. a bad song but it's not something i would choose to listen to now but at the <laughs> time i was like wow these guys are really fucking cool because they were yeah. different from bloody steps and different from you know the spice girls yeah I remember thinking D ring were the coolest, like, you know, <laughs> things can only get better. That was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, yeah. I loved that song for years, but, um, but yeah, it seems to be top of the pop seems to be one of those things that's like similar to blockbuster in a way. It seems to have been mismanaged. Yeah. You know, like the people that were, that, that took over, you know, tried to change things and, and freshen it up and that, and it just never seemed to work. And, and yeah, I mean, I'm sure there, there, there must be a place for it still, you know, kids surely still listen to, to music and I mean, like new, the new music and care about who's number one and that, don't they? 
Yeah, well, this is, I, 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 Surely they I do. just don't know because the thing is, that just whatever they want, they just get it now. That's the thing. Yeah. We're in a world where you can just get it now. You want to, it just everything, like we've said in previous episodes, everything in the 90s was just so much, the value of everything was so much fucking higher and everything yeah. was just meant more. Like, because you couldn't just access it straight away. You couldn't yeah. just, you know, listen to that song straight away after listening to it on top of the pop you had to wait yeah. for either the next day to go and get it from the market or from one of the shops or you had to wait until um like a week later i mean you definitely had to wait overnight because like let's say top of the pops finished at half past seven no yeah. shops were going to be open then so you weren't going to go and pick it up then you had to wait at exactly. least till the next day um yeah you had four minutes to enjoy that song yeah ba- <laughs> yeah basically you had four <laughs> minutes until you hear it again next which will probably be the next day at some point or next week yeah um so everything just had a higher value everything just did everything just meant more um yeah it's it's it's, it's an intro it was one of those shows where i think you just kind of even if you weren't watching it you just had it on in the background yeah oh yeah definitely yeah it, it, it was one of those things that it's like you have to have top of the pops on don't you yeah, yeah. it felt like yeah. for me but before when i said i felt like an extension of cbbc it felt like um like a spin-off of like biker grove or grain chill or something <laughs> <laughs> Starring Jill Halfpenny. <laughs> Don't talk to me about Jill Halfpenny. <laughs> um, if anyone's wondering, we've, we today, um, today, me and Grizz, we, we uh, saw a meme on the internet of Jill Halfpenny talking about saying, um, "I wish in the nineties, I wished that there was a Geordie Grange Hill." Now that's ridiculous for two reasons. One, there was a Geordie Grange Hill. It was called Biker Grove. And even more ridiculously, that's not, that's not even a word, um, Jill Halfpenny was in Grange Hill. Uh, Biker Grove. Oh, for fuck's sake, Biker Grove. <laughs> <laughs> I was so caught up in saying ridiculously. Jill, Jill Halfpenny's going to listen to this and say, what? I was in Grange Hill. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be even more confused. <laughs> well, she uh, deserves it. She deserves it for saying that. Um, yeah. yeah. So, what about magazines? Like, did you used to read like music magazines when you were younger? Uh, yeah, I, I did. I know I did. And you mentioned Smash Hits, and I would have definitely, you know, again, it would have been secondhand because my sister yeah. would have bought it, and then I would yeah. have looked at it afterwards. But I know I must have. But I haven't really got any specific memories like of of any articles or anything that I read that's really stuck with me in my mind. Um, yeah, because so, obviously there was smash hits. Um, the ones that I that I remember my sister being particularly into were uh, Enemy and Mel- Melody Maker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. remember. Yeah, I remember Enemy because my uncle used to get Enemy, so I used to sort of sit and and read his Enemy magazines. Um, yeah, but smash hits. I mean, there was one reason why you get smash hits. Only one reason, it, like just to get the lyrics. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. So that was another thing. Lyrics, you, you know, if you were wondering what the lyrics of this particular song was, you couldn't Google it. Yeah, of course, could you know? If you if you were lucky and you had the song on cassette, yeah. you could fold open the little thing inside and yeah, and yeah, read yeah. The, <laughs> if they included the lyrics in the cassette because they didn't yeah. always. Well, think about it like this, right? Like so if I played you a song right now, like a catchy sort of song and you really enjoyed it. And then I, then after that, you said, Oh, play it to me again. And I say, no, you can't listen to it again. 
until you go and buy it tomorrow <laughs> or buy it <laughs> next week. You're not allowed I to think search you're a for Yeah. <laughs> you're not allowed to 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 go on google you're not allowed to go on youtube or spotify you can't listen to it until you physically buy a copy next week yeah but you would leave top of the pops going i've just heard this amazing sort of catchy brilliant song that i can only sort of half remember because i've only heard it once yeah that's mad isn't it it's mad to think of that because again like now you just pick up your phone or yeah or whatever, and just if you want to listen to a song like what was it I was listening to earlier that I just um it just popped into my head, yeah, and I thought to myself, Oh, yeah, I love that song, yeah. and I haven't got it on anything, but um, I just thought to myself, Oh, yeah, I'll uh just grab uh my phone, yeah, what was it? What was it? Smells like Teen Spirit. Uh, <laughs> no it was oh it was one of the most 90 songs of all time yeah um a girl like you by edwin collins ah uh, yes yeah. yes yeah, Who, yeah, yeah i'm sure that must have been on top of the pops at some point oh, definitely 100%, definitely 100%. Yeah. do you know who i was always amazed at i was always amazed at those kids at school or scouts or whoever uh wherever who would know the lyrics to the song mm. and how it all went, how the melody went, how mm. the song went, having just heard it on top okay. of Pops for four minutes, the same amount of time as me, but they yeah. knew how it went and knew all the lyrics. I was like, how? How do you know yeah. this? So like, oh, I was probably one of those kids, to be honest. Fucking <laughs> no offence, those kids did my head in because <laughs> I wanted to be one of those kids. And I, just, the thing I, is, I didn't get I just couldn't I just could never my brain just wouldn't take it in I do have this ability to yeah. remember lyrics to songs that I haven't heard for like 15 years and it's yeah. very frustrating to be honest because I can re- <laughs> I can remember all the lyrics to you know I don't know that, by snow it was <laughs> <laughs> okay you picked the one song <laughs> Come on, we want to hear it. <laughs> the sad thing is, is I actually do know some of them, but not all of them. But um, no, yeah, like say a girl like you, right? Yeah. I know all the lyrics to that, and yet yeah. I'll be trying to like desperately to remember something really important. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I can't remember it. And uh, because your brain, yeah. it's, your, your brain, where it's meant to sort of when when your wife says to you when you go to the supermarket, can you pick this up, this up, this up? And you yeah. don't write it down. You're I'm playing. singing "Lump" by the, you know, by the United, by the President of the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you're walking up and down the aisle singing, singing peaches. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see peaches on the shopping list, and I think, ah, yeah, peaches. <laughs> you don't put them in the, yeah, you don't put them in the basket. Um, <laughs> I, but I remember like someone we went to scouts with. Like, I remember she used to kind of like we'd both watch Top of the Pops the night before and then the next day she'd sing it. She'd sing the lyrics to like, all the lyrics to that song. I'd be like, do you have it? Do you own it? No. Well, no. when did you hear that? I heard it on Top of the Pops last night. How do you remember it? I can barely remember the song. But I knew it was good. It's like, I listened to something the other week. This new song came on like a Spotify playlist. I was like, wow, that was fucking catchy. That was brilliant. And I played it on repeat like five, six times and went, that's really, really good. Later that day, I had an itch to listen to it again, but I couldn't quite remember how it went. 
Yeah, yeah. And it is annoying. Uh, it is annoying when you only know like a snippet of a song or something. Yeah, like exactly. Like, there's a little, and that, you know, the bloody earworm, and you probably, you're probably getting it wrong anyway. But you think, <laughs> like, Top of the Pops, you heard it once. Those, like you say, those, not even four minutes, what, what, two and a half minutes? Do you know what? Right. Talking about this now, this has set something off in my brain now. Um, Shopping list. Another, another, <laughs> yeah, I've got to get peaches. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful uh, peaches. <laughs> Just for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you finished that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sadly, not peaches for free. But, um, <laughs> no, another big um, music show that was around at the time. I don't know whether they're still doing it or not. I know that it went on for quite a while. But um, never mind the Buzzcocks. Ah, oh, right? fucking love that With, show. With uh, Mark Lamar. Yeah. Bill Jupiter's. Yeah. I can't remember. Who was who the other was? team captain? Can't they had a few because Phil, Phil Jupiter's did it for years, didn't he? He yeah. kept going for years, but the other team had like quite a few different captains. Yeah, Noel Fielding, Bill Bailey, Simon yeah. Hansel took over the who I took thought, over from yeah. Mark Lamar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Buzz Cox was a show that my dad used to watch, and so I would kind of catch it. Um, mm. And then as I got older, I started to enjoy it a lot more. Um, right, right. Because again, we were only kids in in the nineties. But yeah. what I mean. Never mind the Buzzcocks was fantastic. It was. And, you know, talking about lyrics in particular, there was a, there was a round in it where it was like misheard lyrics or yeah, well, not yeah. misheard lyrics. It was, it, you, they would play a snippet of a song yeah. and then the team would have to tell Mark Lamar what the lyrics were. That right? was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how fucked up my brain is, right? Yeah. I can remember what Phil Jupiter said for the lyrics for... Um, which song was it now? One of the, oh, uh, Song 2 by Blur. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You can remember exactly which one. I can still remember what Phil Jupiter said the lyrics yeah. were. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Give, give me a sec. What was it? Uh, how did Song 2 go again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would help. <laughs> no, I'm under pressure. I can't think of it. Woohoo? Uh, oh, yeah, that's it. He said... <laughs> And I can even remember his reasoning for it. He said, "Oh, David, David, um, David, David Albarn, <laughs> David Albarn, <laughs> famous uh, singer-songwriter, oh, Damon Albarn, David Albarn, <laughs> no, da- Damon Albarn, David Blakes." Um, <laughs> Just create a completely new character. <laughs> um, Damon Albarn uh, is obviously diabetic, he said. And he said, um, the um, the lyrics are, uh, woohoo, well, I feel like a fig roll. Woohoo, <laughs> and a piece of Arctic roll. Woohoo, um, something about, I can't remember that line now. I, I lie and I'm naked yeah. all of the time, but I never, I'm never sure why I need you. Is there any jam? i can still remember that and yet yeah the things that i desperately tried to remember i I can't you know yeah that it does i mean it's funny like when you put like as you say you put an old song on or you put even like a tv a film that you used to watch on you remember the dialogue like word for word even if you haven't seen it in 15 20 years you know the you know the um the way that they say it the way that you know just just everything about it you just you just know because it's just so um it's just so like there it's just completely sort of embedded in your brain yeah yeah um yeah i mean i know i mean on itv um speaking of biker grave um ant and deck were presenting uh smtv live 
Oh yeah, of course. And then yeah. at the end of SMTV Live, they would have a Top of the Pops esque program called CD UK. Do you remember? I do remember that. Now that you mentioned it, I wouldn't have remembered it on my own. But now that you mention it, I do. It remember. was Anne. It was Deck uh, and Cat Dealey. Cat Dealey, yeah. Who, of course, were the stars of Chums as well. Ah, of course, Chums? yeah. It was like a spoof of Friends, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think CD UK was late nineties. I'm gonna say. Um, but it was very much, it, I mean, I mean, mate, thank God we had all of that before bloody X Factor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, X Factor probably would have killed top of the pops for me. If yeah. top of the pops didn't die, it's on yeah. its own accord, you know, because obviously it's just become a, you know, a, yeah. a factory, hasn't it? Just oh, massively, massively shitting out these one after the other, these, boy bands girl bands solo artists whatever and i'm pretty sure by this time i would have been sick of that so i mean i am sick of it already yeah 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 i mean the thing is like with um with with top of the pops and stuff like that like with you said about the uh the number the the number one like the christmas number one who'd have thought bloody e17 was going to be christmas number one yeah yeah exactly yeah you know that was uh no, I was gonna say, but there was so much. Uh, you did, you, it, you got to see so much on that program. Even in, what was it like, half an hour long? It wasn't long. No, no, it can't have been. Yeah, it can't have been any more than half an hour. I don't think. But you think like it was only on once a week. It's not like you know it was every day. So only once a week that they had only only half an hour's worth of um, music on there. But it felt like it covered so much. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really did. But I, I do think it would do well now. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. But then again, you know, is that because we're thinking of it from our point of view, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is now, like anything you want, you just, you just jump to it, don't you? You skip, you skip the middleman, as it were. Because like you you, the thing is, I don't know if we would sit through half an hour of Top of the Pops just for the yeah. song that we want to hear at the end. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, you have got all these... Yeah, but that's the thing. People will sit and watch X Factor and, and The Voice and, yeah. and things like that. But I guess those are the, the, the kind of shows that people want though, these days instead yeah. of Top of the Pops. I guess that's what it is. The, you know, sort of video killed the radio star. Yeah, X Factor it's killed true. Top of the Pops. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of which, on Top of the Pops, do they sometimes show music videos? They did, as well as uh, music videos. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember this, although I think I might have a uh, somewhere in the back of my, my mind some sort of memory of, of the Bon Jovi one. But there yeah. is... Um, they started um, in the early 90s. They started doing acts via satellite as well. So... Ah, um, yes. Yeah, so you had Bon Jovi performing always from Niagara Falls <laughs> <laughs> and Celine Dion doing Think Twice from Miami Beach. and, and Yeah, I like saw that, that. On, um, on, was it Wikipedia? I think it said that. Oh, yeah? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, just... But um, I think, yeah, I think I might have a, because Always was one of my favourite songs as well at the time. I love yeah, that. It was good. It was very, very yeah. good. It is yeah. a good song. But I tell you, because for me, that was the, again, that was my only access to music videos as well. Because I didn't yeah. have Sky, so I didn't Same have here, yeah. um, MTV or anything. Um, 
I caught them. I remember, I remember when I first got sort of like Sky or something when I was about 15, 14, 15. And then I, you know, turned on MTV2. And not only would, was, you know, all the music that I like to listen to, but, you know, those bands had made music videos as well. And I just yep. didn't understand why they weren't appearing on top of the pops. Why Corn <laughs> and, you know, Limp Bizkit at the time <laughs> weren't appearing on top of the pops. Although I do remember a performance by Linkin Park on top of the pops, which I think must have been about 2000, really? 2001. Yeah. And okay. they were so bad. They were shocking. Really? Yeah. I remember really looking forward to it and it was live and they, like, they were awful. And then I've seen them perform live since, like, in person and also um, on like videos and stuff. And then yeah. they've got so much, well, they, they became s- such a better live performing band. But yeah. this, I think they were performing Closer or something or even Crawling. No, no, it was okay. Paper Cut. They performed Paper Cut on Top of the Pops. And I remember it being, I remember Chester especially were just awful. His voice was really? awful. Really? Yeah. It's so strange because you think of him as a really strong vocalist. You know? Yeah, yeah, he was. Years to years later, he became really, yeah. really strong. But this one performance, I want to try and find it and send it to you, on top of the pops, was so, yeah. so bad. But I was so excited because it was when I first started getting into rock music and finally top of the pops was starting to show that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Was there some like, sort of like Top of the Pops spin-off? I know that there was like Top of the Pops 2. On the was Top TV. of the Pops 2, yeah. Yeah, which was like showing all old sort of Top of the Pops from, you know, yesteryear. Um, yeah. Which was, which was, which in the end actually became pretty more, I think became way more interesting than Top of the Pops itself. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, to me anyway, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. But, I mean, the 90s, like I said before, it was just inundated with pop, wasn't it? Do you know what's weird? You know, we talk about the 90s um, and we obviously, <laughs> you know, generally think the 90s was great. I mean, we wouldn't be doing a podcast. A podcast. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> a podcast. I hate these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be doing we wouldn't be doing this, obviously, if we didn't think the 90s were great. But yeah. the funny thing is, doing this, doing my research for this particular episode, yeah, I, it, it was like the 90s sort of killed all these things. Like, it did. It, did. <laughs> <laughs> it killed Top of the Pops. It, did. it killed everything it, good. It killed Smash Hits. It killed um, Melody Maker. Yeah. Melody, the, the last Melody... Let, uh, fuck me. The last Melody Maker was um, in 2000, I think. The very last yeah. issue was in like the year 2000. Yeah. Uh, NME went through a really bad period towards the end of the 90s where, yeah. you know, like it might not recover yeah um it was the the 90s sort of had these peaks and troughs with music didn't it that it did you know that i mean obviously you had the grunge uh era at the beginning you had the brit pop in the in the middle of the 90s and then like you say um, yeah (laughs) metal and rock started to to um to become more popular towards the end of the 90s but but you had these yeah that that these troughs where it was just like just crap and yeah. um it was a crossroads uh, wasn't it the 90s was such a crossroads because technology was was coming in like 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 the well the internet you know it was becoming available to people and, yeah. and i think i think that's what it was i think the world was at a real crossroads of 
of generations sort of or the generation sort of changing really from from going to analog to digital uh, analog to digital um and in the process of doing that um more things becoming available and therefore losing losing you know losing the old things really like as soon yeah. as like you know you've got youtube and you, like i say you can access any song anytime anywhere why do you need top of the pops yeah exactly and uh why do you need enemy and melody maker exactly. when you it's can read there. about these things online and exactly exactly yeah. that. god so the god so the 90s basically killed <laughs> everything that we love about the 90s <laughs> <laughs> all these all these great like you know things that have been yeah. around for years i mean melody maker have been around since like the 50s or something yeah. uh yeah. top of the pop since the 60s yeah. you know maybe that's, maybe that's what it is why why we love the 90s so much as well one because we grew up in the 90s but from our memory that was the last sort of analog age that we remember in a way i mean like yeah like the early noughties you kind of had all of that but sort of mid noughties mm people were starting to go online, you know, people were downloading things, streaming services. I think I watched my first YouTube video in what, 2003, 2002. That's, that's early. So, you know, from then onwards, that's how I access music. The year 2000 does feel like a dividing line, doesn't it? Between the modern age. Not that, I mean, obviously the nineties was very modern in comparison to, to previous, but yeah, I mean, there has been a lot of, a lot of changes, obviously. Yeah. Like you say, I mean, you look back at, uh, uh, televisions are the perfect example. Oh God. Yeah. You know, the fact that we don't have analog televisions anymore and you know, everyone's got like flat screens and that, whereas in the nineties, a flat screen would have been like, Oh, you know, you're showing off. Oh, completely. I remember wide, maybe wide screens were showing off, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. widescreen tv and i remember exactly. like vhs tapes sometimes they'd have like a widescreen edition it was like Ooh. that's right yeah um, yeah but if you actually if you watch fit the... on your telly it was really annoying yeah exactly <laughs> like if, if you watch um if you watch episodes of the simpsons from the 90s it's not widescreen yeah yeah there you go um it's 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 it's, it's what fit back then and i think yeah that's what it is. I think the 90s was going through that stage anyway. Like it was definitely going to be like, it was a crossover period. It was definitely sort of moving into the digital age. But yeah. I think we love it for those two reasons. One, because of sort of very sort of fond memories of being a kid um, and enjoying all of that stuff. But two, it was like the last decade of that stuff. It was the last decade, you know, like I say, if I, if I started watching YouTube, started using YouTube at what, 2002, 2003, I didn't need to bloody wait for a week to go and buy a bloody song. I could go and listen to it in five minutes on, on YouTube. Yeah. So, and, and of course you would. Um, so, that, so that is why not only was it, I think, an incredible decade, but also the last great decade. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm glad that we were old enough to have experienced it properly. And also and remember to, it, yeah. Yeah, to be able to remember like that things were like how you've said, you know, we appreciated things more because mm. it was, you only had a, a finite amount of time to enjoy these things. You yeah. know, yeah. you only had those four minutes of, of top of the pops. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
you know, on that particular song, yeah. that was it. If you didn't own it, if you didn't own that song, that's it. You're yeah. not hearing that song again until yeah. Yeah. either next so week on top it. of the pops or <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you go and buy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. as we've spoken about TV shows in the past, like, you know, if you missed the show, that was it. You know, if, yeah, if, yeah, if you're yeah. lucky to catch a repeat, but if you missed an, an episode of, of uh, a soap or, or, um, you know, uh, wrestling or, or something like that, if you missed it, you're out of the loop. It. You are completely. Do you know what's really funny? Actually, I, um, the other night I just couldn't sleep. It was like one o'clock in the morning, couldn't sleep. And I just wanted to watch something on, I don't know, I fancied, I fancied something very sort of quintessentially British. So I went onto a old Brit, Brit box who, uh, should now be sponsoring us <laughs> for me saying that. Or at least giving me a delivery. Service. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I was flicking through and they, what they've done, they've actually put a bunch of sort of 90s, um, well, not just 90s, but old British um, kids TV shows on there. Made Marion's yes, on there. Yes, I've seen that. Um, Love but also what's on there, which is what I absolutely loved, the Demon Headmaster. Oh, okay. I never really got into that, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I think the first, first two seasons were really, really good. But I remember, but speaking of... Um, Coming back to what you just said about if you missed it, I remember when it first aired, I think it was, what, 95, 96? I remember seeing adverts for it and thinking, oh, I've got to watch that, I've got to watch that, really looking forward to it. And I was so looking forward to it. And then I remember sort of having ITV on for a little bit too long that I completely forgot that that was the fucking day that the Demon Head Master uh... was about to start. So I switched over. I was like, fuck, fuck, switched over. And I missed the first, what, 10 minutes of the Demon Head Master? I then religiously watched every episode for the next, what, four seasons. Absolutely loved it. But always just felt like I never finished it because I didn't watch those first 10 minutes. I always felt like it was incomplete. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, did, I never thought I ever would. I was just like absolutely gutted that I'd never see those first 10 minutes. I remember reading a bit of the book and just sort of, obviously the book was obviously the beginning of the the the, the, ser- the season or the series. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, like trying to picture what, you know yeah. what it must have looked like and everything and exactly. then about about a week ago i finally watched those first 10 minutes <laughs> there you go so your life years. is now complete exactly yeah about 20 odd years later i finally saw it but as it's you funny. say it was such a big deal wasn't it there you go i mean it's been 20 years and <laughs> you've only just finally seen that that clip and this is i remember um somebody saying on facebook like um i think it was on facebook somebody somebody said um like oh you know i've just realized that i can now go back and and google lyrics to songs yeah yeah (laughs) yeah, songs that i heard in the 90s that uh, or like they'll they'll realize that they've been singing the songs wrong for all these years exactly because now they can they can find the lyrics yeah and think oh shit it wasn't that it was this yeah <laughs> after no <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> what is it? Phil, jupiter's, Phil jupiter's can finally find <laughs> out what the lyrics to song two are finally but i tell you what, anybody told him that he can do it Nah, <laughs> I think, but that's another thing. I think sometimes you, like, as we said in previous episodes, like, like toys that you didn't get, or video games, or or films that you didn't see, you kind of don't want to see it. Yeah, like, you know, you spent not only just this long not seeing it, but like it's part of that sort of mystery almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like when I accepted that that's the way it is. Yeah, and when I did watch those first ten minutes of the Demon Headmaster last week, you know, obviously now a thirty-four year old man, I sort of walked away at the end of it and went. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I had a feeling you were going to say something. Like yeah, that. exactly. I wasn't massively fussed by it. Um, but yeah, I think the, uh, 
I think the story, I think how it played out in my head was way more interesting than what I'd seen. <laughs> um, probably, probably. Well, no, one thing it's I like thought a... was really interesting was when the, at the beginning, the mum introduces the two, the two boys in it to, to the girls. Says, oh, this is so-and-so. Goes, and this is singing, and this is Harvey, the chubby one. <laughs> <laughs> so you just wouldn't say that now, would you? That sounds like something that one of our mutual friends' mums would have said. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. But we'll leave that there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, what was I going to say now? Uh, what were you just talking about? It's when oh. you see... You know, I'm sure you know, these discussions happen all the time, but when you watch some stuff from the 90s, you do sort of gasp at some of the things that are being said. And oh, like, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. what? Like, you know, she called it... Just you know, just the mother yeah. calling her son the, the little chubby one, um, yeah. and I just felt for, sorry for that little kid who's now obviously a grown man. <laughs> but I just thought this poor little kid who's playing this part. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean he got the part. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, it was just. But yeah, so like watching that, watching that um, program again. It was nice watching it, but obviously I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed it when I was about what eight years old. When I was eight years old, I thought it was fantastic. I watched it last week. I was like, yeah, it's, it's a bit shit in it, really. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing is, you know, now that that wouldn't even be a scenario. No. You know, if you missed it, you've got you've got catch up. You've got like things yeah. like BBC iPlayer. And, yeah, uh, I wanted to watch something last night. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I missed it. And I thought, so I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll just I watch can... it tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I do that with Match of the Day where I've missed the beginning and I'll go yeah. on the iPlayer and start watching it while it's still on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was revolutionary, wasn't it? Like the last, last was it last decade, decade before? I can't even remember. When um, <clears throat> you could pause live TV. It was last decade, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just, I was like, what you can actually pause TV. Because yeah. you think about yeah. it, when we would watch a TV show, if it had, had, if it had adverts, you had to have, you had to go for a quick wee, make a cup of tea, yeah. What two minutes? Yep. That was it. Now you could just pause it. You remember you get that little black and white thing at the top in the top yeah, right hand yeah. corner. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> quick, run to the toilet or whatever. You yeah, did. exactly. Everything, everything was against the fucking clock in the nineties. It was like and you get that thing where you're like, you, you, my sister would like call me back and it's it's on, it's on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> run. Exactly. You'd miss it. You're like, ah, oh, shit. But it, this is it. Everything, the value of everything, was so much greater because yeah. you had you, to enjoy it in the moment. You yeah. Had to. You missed it. You missed it. Yeah, you know, like I don't think if, if, yeah, if we had our phones now, but we had the way the nineties were then, like no access to sort of on demand or anything. I don't think we'd be on our phones as much. I think we'd engage in what we're watching, because yeah. if we don't watch it, we don't, you know, we we miss it. That's it. I'd like to think so. Yeah, I like to think so too. <laughs> well, considering this is your the subject that you chose, mm. um you need to bring something back from the top of the pops world yes to, um, back into the time machine so what are into you gonna bring Monday. well speaking of top of the pops i think there's there's only one thing that we can really bring and that is the classic golden microphone that oh, the, yes. the hosts would use yeah. Oh, yeah in between songs when they were you know yeah. they'd introduce this the next band or whatever they're yeah. holding that 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 classic golden microphone so Perfect. that's what we're bringing back Brilliant, and I can see us in our rubber duck time machine. Uh, 
<laughs> you might need to rename this podcast to Britney Steve's Rubber Duck Time Machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking, uh, you know, when we eventually get to the to the two thousands, and we can yeah. rename it Gris and Steve's Naughty Tuck Shop Time Machine. Oh, very good. <laughs> very. Oh, yes. <laughs> very good. I like that. You know what? Forget the nineties. Let's move on to that next one. Um, Golden microphone, perfect. We can use that in all different yeah. scenarios when we're can... interviewing wrestlers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> interviewing a macho man <laughs> after stealing his hat, yeah, and blinding him. Oh, do you know what? Speaking of, uh, well, obviously, the blinding, um, of PJ from Market Growth, the blinding, That's how it's known. <laughs> <laughs> the great blinding of PJ, the great blinding of 92 <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> I was reading a uh, Where Are They Now of Biker Grove characters, uh, okay. Biker Grove actors the other day. And there yeah. was like a picture of this girl on it. It said, this was Debbie. Debbie is um, the, the girl who PJ and Duncan both fought over. Yeah. yeah. blinded PJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being known as the person that shot a paint gun. <laughs> just being hated for the rest of your life i bet she got a lot of shit for that <laughs> she probably did i mean we would have given her a lot i mean we would have done if, if i'm sure she would have got a lot of shit in the street for that look what you done yeah. to pj it's like uh lena heady says that she's like hated because she cersei lannister you know? yeah yeah exactly people, people genuinely hate her <laughs> because of it <laughs> oh god well i think that concludes our uh top of the pops uh, yes it's been a it's been a lot of fun, as always. Um, as always, yeah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna jump on YouTube and watch some music. <laughs> yeah, I might watch uh, Kurt Cobain crooning never uh, crooning uh, smells like Teen Spirit again. <laughs> Excellent. In fact, that's exactly what I'm gonna do as well. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. All right, I'll see you there. See you there. <laughs> If you'd like to get in touch about anything we've discussed in this episode, please email us at tuckshoptimemachine at aol.com. Also, a big shout out to Kevin McLeod who provided our theme music. That's all for this episode. Tune in next time for some more 90s nostalgia. Party on, Grizz. Party on, Steve. with that yep i think so yeah yeah we're all right with that i think that's pretty good yeah that'll be fine yeah yeah let them get on with it um (laughs) let them get on with it right if they don't like it fuck them fuck them i say let's include this as well